from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello and welcome to the episode 167 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Austin Pinto, John Dyer, Sally Kundus and Kareen Kiwan. And we're coming to you on Saturday the 17th of February 2024. On this week's episode in news and events we discuss the release of Android 15 developer preview beta 1. In Android Basics, John brings us the next part of One UI Tour, and this is Emergency Settings. And John unboxes the Galaxy S24 in our Spotlight section. Well, how are we all, John? What's happening? It's going pretty good here in Virginia. Just a typical week. What what have you been up to? How's your week been? Yeah, I had a week off this week. Uh, it was school vacation, so uh, little daughter uh, looked after her Monday, Tuesday, and then she went to sort of a little holiday camp thing. So I did some uh, life admin things towards the end of the week. Austin, how are you? I'm good. The weather in Mumbai is becoming very hot. That's very unfortunate thing. So the air conditioner is come on today. Luckily. Oh, well, at least you've got air conditioning for, for those those times. Sally, what about you? What's happening? I'm doing well here. It's raining since afternoon. It's heavy rain here. Yeah, and I'm doing ah. good. It's been a super busy week for me, but all good here. How are busy you? work-wise? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all well here. Thank you. And Kareen, what about you? I'm fine. Things are going well here. And uh, no, nothing important. Ah, well, uh, quiet is quiet is good as well. This is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys and the latest news. Okay, let's move straight to uh, news and events. And and the big news this week is that Android uh, 15 Developer Preview 1 dropped. Was it it Thursday it dropped, the 15th? No, it just dropped yesterday or Friday, I think, in the US. Friday. I heard it Saturday morning, today. Ah, Friday the 16th it was then. And uh, you've installed it, haven't you, Austin? What have you put it on? I put on my Pixel 7a and I should say, the build is completely, not completely, but it's very broken. A lot of risks to in- install it. The first time, TalkBack was not coming on. So I just used the volume keys or the two finger and it just enabled accessibility mode and no TalkBack. And then the next time I took some sighted help, enabled TalkBack and went through the setup. Then I had to restart my phone and it came into some mode which did not have TalkBack access, it said your data is corrupted. So if you keep getting the message, click on retry or do a factory reset. So you have to do a factory reset. I did the factory reset and TalkBack came on and I completed the setup. And again, I tried to restart and again, the same mode. So I found the fix that was 
in the developer settings if you flash it using the google flash tool or even the fast boot adb method the bootloader is unlocked the bootloader uh, unlock thing is enabled so allow oem unlocking is enabled you have to disable that then you restart your phone then that mode will come back again factory reset do a factory reset and then complete the setup and then it hopefully hopefully should work i am getting really afraid to restart now because i have done the setups two three times that sounds quite convoluted so so on your first setup you said it didn't work to enable talkback was it either when you held two fingers or when you used the volumes or did one of them work no both did not work even uh, even didn't the two work. fingers and volume yeah oh dear uh that doesn't sound great uh john will you be installing this on your pixel you've got an eight haven't you yeah i do and i was thinking about it but now i'm reconsidering i, I don't know i i might because it's not my daily driver so i might install it just to see what's going on and if i hate it and it doesn't work then i'll just go back yeah it's not like you're short of phones is it Exactly. <laughs> and Austin, is it still TalkBack 14 at the minute on DP1? It is TalkBack 14.1. So for the listeners, there is no need to install this one. You can wait because there are no new features in this. There is just some under the hood features like privacy sandbox has been upgraded to 10.0, some in-camera API level, some connection to MIDI devices, that is nice thing. So you can connect with the virtual instruments via USB and file integrity and open JDK APIs are added. So very under the hood changes. So if you are not a developer, do not install this build. Um, unless of course you like the uh, free son of excitement when you turn your phone on and think it might not work. If that's an exciting thing you like, then uh, we'll put the link in the show notes just in case. But uh, from from what Austin said, the, uh, the the risk and rewards don't don't particularly sound worth it at this stage. I don't have a qualifying uh, uh, Fisher Price device anymore. My five won't get it, so I have to decide whether I want to get one. I might have to get an eight or something. So I have lots of years of updates, but that that won't be uh, soon. Perhaps I'll see what the 8A is priced at when that comes out, assuming it gets seven years of updates as well. Uh, Sally, Kareen, you, you both have Samsung phones, don't you? So you can't install it either. For me, I'm using S23. So we need to wait a lot to test out Android 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you got, Kareen, again? And from my side, I'm on A71, so I can't uh, I can't uh, install Android 14, so I'm still nah. Android 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we won't be playing with it soon. Uh, when once Warren's back, it'll be it'll be three all in terms of people who are able to install. Uh, Android 15, but uh, let's keep an eye on that. Let's hope it's not as um, irksome a process as the beta cycle was for Android 14. They're saying they're going to uh, hit the platform stability milestone by June. So that means the almost the RTM will be out in June. And after that, very less features will be added, just some bug fixes. So I don't think it will be as convoluted as Android 14. 
Yeah, let's hope not. Uh, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, let's hope we uh, let's hope we get it in August around the traditional release time rather than October. Not the best start though, by the sounds of it. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. Now we move on to our Android Basics section, and John brings us the next episode in our look at One UI settings, and this week it's Emergency Settings. Hello. Welcome back to our Samsung One UI series. Today we're going to be looking at safety settings, and more specifically, Safety and emergency, medical info, wireless emergency alerts. I'm going to open it up. Safety and emergency. Navigate up button. And the first thing we have in this section is... Medical info. I'm going to go in here. Medical info. Navigate up button. Record your allergies, current medication, and other medical information so it's available in an emergency. So this is the type of information you can have available on your lock screen if you choose to so that if somebody can get a hold of your phone in an emergency they'll have all your medical information obviously this is all optional but here's the type of information you can have in there name header heading medical conditions header heading blood type header heading allergies header heading current medications header heading Weight header, heading, height header, heading, date of birth header, heading, address header, heading, organ donor header, heading, medical notes header, heading. And then at the bottom, we just have two buttons. Cancel button. Cancel and save. Save button. I'm going to hit cancel. Cancel button. Safety and emergency. Medical info. And then next we have. Emergency contacts. Emergency contacts. Emergency contacts. Emergency contacts are people you trust to help you in an emergency. They'll be contacted if you start. Emergency sharing. You can also show them on the lock screen for quick access in an emergency. Ashley Dyer. Then here's who you have as your emergency contacts. Add emergency contact button. You can add more. On show on lock screen switch. Can choose whether to show it on lock screen or not. The one thing I will mention about this is it's not exactly intuitive. So if you want somebody to be able to pick up your phone and call your emergency contact for you, first of all, you're going to have to talk back on. And if somebody sighted tries to use their your phone, they're just plain not going to be able to figure it out. And also what you have to do is swipe up and then you have to hit emergency call before you can even find the emergency contact. And I think that kind of makes it seem like they're going to be directly calling 911 if they press that emergency call button. So I think the likelihood of somebody figuring out how to call your emergency contact without calling 911 on your phone, when they could just call 911 on their phone or whatever your emergency number is in your country or region, is very unlikely so but it's here if you want to turn it on just in case i'm not recommending that you don't but just letting you know how it works 
I'm gonna back out of here. Safety and emergency. Emergency contacts. Next. Emergency SOS. Emergency SOS. Navigate up button. And here's what it says. Press the side button five times in an emergency to call for help. You can change the emergency number below or keep it if it's right for your location. Now, this used to let you turn this on and off, but apparently you can't do that anymore. So don't accidentally <laughs> press the button five times. Although you can set it to not call your emergency services, but an emergency contact, which would be a little less embarrassing. Require swipe to call after you press the side button five times. You'll need to swipe the call button on the screen to call your emergency number. Off switch. And you can make it require that you swipe after you press the button five times, which I'm going to do that. On. So that it doesn't ever happen by accident. And next we have... Emergency number to call. That's where you would put who your emergency contact is, whether it be your significant other, a parent, so on, so forth. Next. Send SOS to emergency contacts off switch. And this is whether or not you want SOS sent, which these are the settings we're going to go into in the next section. So if you want the next section to apply, this is the switch you would turn on. Backing out. Safety and emergency. Emergency SOS. Emergency sharing. Emergency sharing. Emergency sharing. Navigate up button. Share your location and other info with your emergency contacts to let them know you need help. And here are the options you have. Messages won't be sent if you've reached the message limit imposed by the country or region you're in. Share with heading. Emergency contacts, Ashley Dyer. You could choose the emergency contacts. Share your surroundings heading. And here's the share your surroundings section and the options under it. Attach pictures. Take pictures with the front and rear cameras and include them in your messages off switch. Attach audio recording. Record five seconds of audio and include it in your messages off switch. Start emergency sharing button. And that's the button to turn it on. I'm backing out now. Safety and emergency. Emergency sharing. Next we have... Silence notifications while driving. I'm not even going to go in here, but this is pretty self-explanatory, and I think it does not apply for most of us. I hope nobody listening to this podcast would be driving, but what this will do is it'll use your phone sensors to automatically detect if you're in a vehicle and silence your phone which I don't think any of us really want to happen. So the next section. Emergency location service. I'm not going to go in here either because we covered this last week in location. This is whether or not you want your phone to send your location information to emergency services when you make an emergency call. Like I mentioned last week, even if you have this turned off, it's very possible that your carrier will send your location information for you anyway when you make an emergency call. Again, that depends on your carrier. 
and how they operate in your region. Next. Wireless emergency alerts. Let's go in here. Wireless emergency alerts. Navigate up button. Allow alerts on switch. There's a global switch for whether you want any alerts at all. And then below you could choose which type of alerts you want. Alerts, heading. National alerts, national warning messages. Can't be turned off on switch disabled. Extreme threats, extreme threats to life and property on switch. Severe threats, severe threats to life and property on switch. Amber alerts, child abduction emergency bulletins on switch. Public safety messages, recommended actions that can save lives or property on switch. State and local tests, receive test messages from state and local authorities off switch. Emergency alert history. And then you can go in here for the history. So if you want to look back on an alert you've received recently, you can go in here. I'll just show you what that's like. Wireless emergency alerts. Emergency alert history. Child abduction. Amber alert February 11, 12.56 p.m. Vsp Amber alert. Elija Jones. So I'm not going to let it read the whole thing, but that's just an example. That's the last alert I received. Wireless emergency alerts. Emergency alert history. Next we have... Alert preferences. Heading. Vibration on switch. Alert reminder never. So you can have it remind you if you did not dismiss the notification when it first happened. Spanish, receive emergency alerts in Spanish when possible off switch. It's giving me the option to choose Spanish. Obviously, depending on your region, these settings are going to be a little different. Speak alert message, use text to speech to speak wireless emergency alert messages off switch. This is off because I always have talk back on so if you're low vision and you don't always keep talk back on maybe you want to consider turning this on in the settings so that even if talk back is not on it'll still read it out loud to you okay that's all for this section i'm going back to the main section now safety and emergency wireless emergency alerts next we have earthquake alerts earthquake alerts Self-explanatory, you can choose whether or not to receive these. And obviously it only applies to areas where you have this system in place. Unknown tracker alerts. Then unknown tracker alerts. Let's go in here. Unknown tracker alerts. Navigate up button. When alerts are on, you'll get a notification if an unknown tracker is detected traveling with you. Alerts are deleted after 48 hours. Now, I don't know what trackers this applies to if it's only Samsung smart tags. I know Google and Apple have agreed to start working together so that you can't track somebody with an Android tracker on iOS and you can't track somebody with an AirTag on Android. Whether or not Apple has implemented this yet or not, I don't know. But whatever it is implemented, this is where you can choose whether or not you want those alerts. If there's an AirTag near you that you obviously don't own because you're not an iOS user. 
And then below this we have how unknown tracker alerts work. An explanation, but I think I just explained it. <laughs> so um, that was the last setting in the safety section. So thank you for listening and stay safe. And I'm going to send it back to the crew now. So I have to ask this, folks, who has had an accidental uh, repeated button press emergency call incident? Anyone done this? I have definitely done this. I, <laughs> I blame having different phones all the time. Like, I think I forget which button is which. I think I did it on a OnePlus phone because they had the volume buttons on the left side and I'm used to the volume on the right side. So I was trying to turn down my volume really quick and I'm just pressing it, pressing it, pressing it. and. Yeah, it called, it called emergency <laughs> services. And I was like, I almost hung up and I was like, I better not. I'll just explain. I'll just explain what happened so they don't send somebody to check on me. Was the dispatcher understanding? Yeah, it, I think it happens a lot, honestly. Yeah. I did it once. I was in a bar and it made that really loud siren noise before it connected this was in the, the days of a previous operating system uh happily happily i heard it uh i was trying to toggle on and off voiceover uh but didn't didn't wait long enough yeah i think the siren was the problem for me like i i couldn't hear talk back to like no like how do i cancel this call yeah so i think i just waved my phone at uh, someone i was make it stop <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh have you ever done that austin you emergency called anybody yeah i did on my pixel phone like i was trying to do something i don't know what the power button was not working or something and i pressed it five times and it in india there is some ivr service so you don't get uh connected to a dispatcher you are asked options whether you want the police the fire brigade the medical emergency and all those things so as they picked up the phone, I just cut it because it's all computerized. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's 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 one good thing, I suppose. You can you can safely cut it off. What about you, Kareen? No, I didn't do it. In fact, I was checking the number that uh, will be called, and it is the police number here. Oh. So I don't want to have a trouble with peace, actually. So it's good I didn't do it. No, unless you're having your dude pulled, of course, in which case you probably would call. Yeah, of course. So you should uh, be careful. <laughs> uh, and what about you, Yanak? Have you uh, you done it, Sally, or not? Have you... Well, it also happened to me. Like, I was playing with my phone around 1 a.m. in the night, and, like, my power button, like, got stuck when I was in S21 FE. So it called, and with a high whelm of siren, I couldn't hear talk back to turn it off. And uh, finally, I was able to end the call. And I was going to sleep after 30 minutes. They called me back saying, what's going on? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like John's right. If it happens, try and stay on. <laughs> Unless you get a computer. Yeah, what I've actually done with this in the Samsung settings that lets you change your emergency number. So I just set it to myself my own phone number yeah. so if i accidentally do it it'll just call voicemail so hopefully i won't actually need it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it'll be a bit stuck uh yeah um 
One of the things that's quite annoying, just moving it onto a different bit of emergency settings, on the emergency alerts, my carrier keeps turning my setting back on. I don't know which carrier it is either because I have two SIMs in my phone for two different networks for uh, kind of reception contingency and data reasons. But I'll occasionally get a message going, your carrier has changed your emergency alert settings. And I go back in and they're all enabled again after I've turned them off. It's quite frustrating. Yeah, why even let you turn them off? There's yeah, back on. it's quite annoying. Maybe, maybe if I bought a phone from the carrier, it wouldn't let me. Maybe they've done something to it. But because I've just put the SIMs in an unlocked one, I'm not sure. Quite tedious, though. And how does the emergency sharing work? Like, if you do want to sh- send an emergency message, do you do that on the lock screen? Yeah, it's the same. Um, pressing the buttons five times will trigger it, but it'll also send, like, it'll record a short video clip and send it to whoever you specified as, like, your emergency contact. Yeah, recording the audio is not very helpful if that siren's going off, is it? <laughs> yeah, I think the siren is just a warning to let you know all this stuff's going to happen. So after the siren <laughs> stops is when it It'll starts recording. It. Yeah, yeah, that would be a bit silly otherwise. Mm-hmm. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing and more. We finish then this week with our spotlight section and John unboxes his Galaxy S24 Ultra. Hi, and welcome to the unboxing of the Galaxy S24 Ultra. Took Samsung a little while to get this to me. I I pre-ordered it the first day it was available for pre-order, but for whatever reason it took them until February 7th. So I have it now. I'm just going to go ahead and open it. It's got pull tabs. Pull those. That one. That one. Again, it's not going to be a great unboxing experience, but I'll show you what's in here. We have a cardboard section with all the extras, if you want to call them that. It's just got basically, let's see what we have here. It has a cable, and the cable is USB-C to USB-C. It's got like one little book type thing. And then the SIM ejection tool. And then, of course, there's the phone. I'm going to take it out. It's actually, it's in here with the cameras face up. And they're exactly in the same formation as they were on the S23 Ultra. There's five raised areas, although four of them are cameras. And one is a sensor for, like, autofocus. So I'm going to take it out of here. Okay. It feels feels extra cold for some reason. 
Maybe it's the titanium build. I'm gonna take this paper off. Okay, it does feel very high quality. I'll admit that. Wow, the it's definitely not round on the front anymore. It's completely flat, which is kind of weird because this phone is so square. Usually phones that have a completely flat front have the corners rounded, but this has <laughs> sharp corners. <laughs> kind of like it, honestly. I mean, it's probably not very comfortable to hold, but I do like it. Uh, let's see. All right, I guess, so I've described the cameras on the back to you. There's a sticker on here for some reason. I'm gonna take that off. The back feels nice. It's a kind of a matte feeling to it. It doesn't feel like it'll pick up fingerprints. It feels like the Samsung words are a little glossy, but the rest of it is just a matte finish. The sides also feel like a matte finish. They are cold and metallic feeling. The buttons feel like they always have. Speaking of the buttons, I'll start describing the usual. It's the same as it was last year and the year before. On the right side, we have volume buttons up top. Under that is the side key. And then across the top, we have a microphone on the right side. Across the left side, absolutely nothing. On the bottom, we have, starting from the left, we have the S Pen. Just let you hear that clicky sound. I don't know if it's coming through or not. Let me take it out. Put it in. Okay. And then next to that is the speaker. Then there's the USB-C port. Then... Continuing to move right, there is a microphone right next to the USB-C port. And then, in true Samsung fashion, right next to the microphone is the SIM ejection hole for the SIM card, which is on the right side of the bottom. Okay, I'm going to get my S23 Ultra and compare the size. I'm going to take it out of its case. Let's see. Yeah, the edges, the edges feel similar, even though the front is a little curved on the Ultra. I'm going to put them face to face and see if there's any difference in size. There is absolutely no difference in size. Let me, here, let me put them, stand them up on this box so I can see. Okay, actually, which one is this? I'm losing track. Uh, okay, the, wow, these are so similar. I've lost track of which is which, and then I dropped one. <laughs> okay, so one of them is definitely a little bit taller. Um, geez, what? Which one is this? Okay, 
The S23 Ultra is a little bit taller. So the S24 is a little smaller. Or shorter, I should say. Let's. I'm going to put them... hard to tell which one's uh, wider but yeah they're very they're very similar it's hard to tell yeah so basically the same size hmm. okay I'm gonna turn it on holding down the side key I'm not feeling a vibration or anything there it is I had to hold it for like five seconds and put this box back over here I think it's still booting up it doesn't have the vibrations like pixels do so I don't know when it's ready I think it should be ready now. I'm going to, I don't remember if Samsung's do this or not. So for the hell of it, I'm going to put two fingers on the screen. To turn on accessibility okay. mode, continue holding the screen with two fingers until you hear a beep. So I let go. Just wanted to see if that was still a thing, which it seems to be. I'm going to use the shortcut that I normally use, side key and volume up. You could also do the long, I'm going to press, I'm going to, I'm going to show you all three. I'm going to press both volume keys, see what that does. Press and hold both volume buttons for three seconds to use TalkBack. But I'm not going to do that because that's not the shortcut I want to use. The shortcut I want to use, whichever one you use during setup is the one that's going to assign to it. So I'm going to do side key and volume up. Press both side and volume up buttons quickly to use TalkBack. So Speak I items on screen. So then I have to press it again. Talk back on. Welcome to Talk Back. Page one of five. Talk Back provides spoken feedback. All right, I'm backing out of this. Allow Talk Back to make and manage phone calls. Allow button. Allow. Samsung setup wizard. Welcome. Okay, I want to see how loud this gets. English. Welcome. Okay, pretty English. Loud. Start button. Emergency call. Start button. Double tap to activate. Okay, I'm going to turn it back down a little bit. Emergency start button. Okay. Accessibility volume set to 71%. I'm gonna get my Double tap to activate. Now I'm going to turn on my other phone. 3.44 p.m. Device unlocked. No balance. Screen off. Prime video. Double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. Actions available. Use tap with three fingers to view. Okay, so that's done. So <laughs> I still have hints on because just as a reminder, you need to put Samsung's TalkBack <laughs> back on the phone if it's not. Because when you transfer your settings, you're definitely going to be wanting want to be running Samsung's version of TalkBack. Because otherwise that'll break your phone basically. Like you'll lose TalkBack and lose speech because it doesn't understand Google's TalkBack during the transfer of settings and everything. So I've put Samsung's back on my old phone. Turn this back Screen on. Screen on. Start button. Hit start. Samsung setup. 
Add SIM to connect to a mobile network. For yeah. your review. Agree to all. Optional. I'll agree Checked. to all. Double agree button. Double tap to activate. Device setup. setup Galaxy S Easy setup with another device. Heading. You'll scan a QR code to copy accounts, settings, and more. So setup I, Galaxy S24 Ultra. Setup Galaxy S24 Ultra. So as you can see, to get started, you'll scan a QR. This is all my old phone. To get started, close but setup button. All I have Double to do is hit setup. Device setup. Connecting. Heading. Verify, Verify the, code the code on, on your, your old device. device. Heading. Heading. If they match, to 078 codes don't match. Next button. Codes to match. Continue setup. Connecting on your new to device. Wi-Fi. Heading. Device Heading. setup in progress. Tap to resume. Wi-Fi network available. An open Wi-Fi network is available. So as you can see. Getting your phone ready. Heading. I'm gonna turn both of these off. Screen off. Screen off. Ringer silent. So it's going to walk me through the setup. And I didn't even have to log on to Wi-Fi or anything. It's going to copy all my files, all my settings, everything over wirelessly. So it's a very easy transfer. But that's going to end this unboxing video. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll catch you in the next one. I think you said, John, didn't you, on, on, on previous discussions when we were talking about the Unpacked event and the other phone, that you thought the Plus was the biggest upgrade in specs terms. Is that how it's proven in practice? Do you notice much of a difference with the S24 Ultra? Yeah, I, th I think I'm sticking to that. The S24 Ultra feels like the S23 Ultra. I mean, it's shaped a little different, but other than that, it's the same phone. So as one of my favorite YouTubers would say, Flossy Carter, congratulations, you bought the same phone twice. <laughs> at least you got a trade in true and which of your uh, however many new phones it is I've lost track three um, which is currently your daily driver I'm still well I'm kind of daily driving the OnePlus I'm using it for everything except phone calls and text messages because I never figured out that issue with my carrier so I'm using two phones right now, <laughs> one for communication <laughs> with text and phone, and then the other, I'm just doing everything else on the OnePlus right now so that I can give a good review when I put that together next week. Excellent. That does actually have a comment when your new phones turn up, like questioning why perhaps you need so many so often. No, but she asks... Anytime I get a package, she says, is that a new phone? <laughs> <laughs> like, every day she'll ask me that. Anytime I get something off the porch. And usually the answer is yes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. I do need a new phone, I think. Uh, I've got quite a lot of phones that are all similarly specced. I think I need a, a top flagship phone. So I'm, I don't know what that will be, but I'll have to have a think. Can you get Apple phones in your area yeah yeah you you get a lot more choices over there don't you you can get yeah Sony, we, Apple. and we don't even have to use amazon to get them we can go we can go to actual shops and they'll have them that's nice so we can feel them and 
turn on talkback. Although I noticed some of our phone phone shops have start, started to have virtual, like uh, not virtual because they're hardware, but like dummy phones. So they sort of look like the phone they're meant to be, but the buttons are fake. And mm-hmm. it's a, you know, it's, it's a fake bit of whatever it's made of, which is quite boring. But um, yeah, if ever I get a Chinese derived phone, I'll be definitely checking the L on the Braille talkback Braille keyboard before I buy it. Yeah, for sure. In store. In store. Because returns are too annoying. I think you have slightly better return policies if a device has been opened than we do. Yeah, we do. I, the wor- worst case scenario, they'll charge you a restocking fee of like $45. But most places don't even do that. And can they then sell that as a new phone or is it sold as refurbished? Refurbished. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Pretty good deal. I mean, I've never actually tested this, but the implication mm-hmm. on our side is that it's quite difficult to return it unless it's faulty. Um, unless the shop will give you like a goodwill thing. But uh, yeah. Well, yeah. they don't call it refurbished. They call it open box, but you, you yeah. know it's a return when you buy it and then you get a yeah. pretty decent discount. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Austin, how can people get in touch with us? To contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Well, thanks very much for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Say bye to the nice folks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a good week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.